0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to episode three of Ask Dr. A. Today's topic is what is hormone replacement therapy? So I'm going to go over some things that you may already know and maybe don't know. Uh, So in the female body, we have estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Now, a lot of you've heard of testosterone being the male hormone, but women also have it. Uh, So the first one, estrogen. So there's actually three types uh, main types of estrogen. So you have estradiol, which is E2. That's the most uh, common type in women of childbearing age. Um, estriol, E3, which is the main estrogen during pregnancy. And then estrone, E1, which is the only estrogen in your body um, that's made after menopause. So menopause means when the menstrual period stops. The one that starts to deplete once menopause hits is the estradiol. So that one you'll see a lot of in hormone replacement therapies. Um, doctors will usually suggest a low dose of estrogen or est- estradiol uh, for women that have had a hysterectomy. I know we talked about that in episode two, um, because a woman who have had a hysterectomy no longer have a uterus or ovaries to produce that, those natural hormones. Um, You'll see estrogen in different forms. There's the daily oral contraceptive pill. Um, There's a patch. Um, There's also vaginal creams, uh, rings. Sometimes there's a spray. Uh, A lot of you are probably familiar with estrogen pills. So if it's not an oral contraceptive estrogen pill, so if they're, if you're, Going through menopause or post menopause, and you're going on a type of pill, um, there's a lot of different forms. So, you have conjugated estrogens. Uh, one of the brand names in that, for example, is Premarin. A lot of you have probably heard that one. Um, usually, they're taken once a day. Um, and, you know, that estradiol is that estrogen that the ovary makes before menopause. Um, so, that's why it's so important. Um, The patch, uh, there's an estrogen patch that you might have heard of, um, and that one is uh, usually worn on the skin above the abdomen. Um, Some patches are replaced every few days. Some are worn for a week. Uh, Some of you might have heard of um, Viveldot or Clamara. There's all different types of brand names. Um, And uh, then there's the topical estrogen, so the creams, gels, sprays. Uh, Some of you um, might be using that or have heard of that. Uh, A lot of the vaginal creams are pretty popular. Uh, And, you know, I wanted to go over a little bit as far as, you know, some women that are on these vaginal creams, um, it actually helps with vaginal dryness, itching, uh, or burning during intercourse. So that's why a lot of the people, uh, a lot of women are on the creams. You'll see it as Estrace. Um, or the estering ring or fem ring. That's another one that you might've heard. Uh, And that might be used daily, several times a week, twice a week, three times a week. It depends on your schedule. Um, So those are all the different types of estrogen therapies. Um, I am a huge fan of compounding hormone replacement therapy because it is custom done for you in your body. And, you know, the ones that are available in the retail pharmacy um, you're a little more limited with dosing and every, every body is different with how you're um, reacting to the hormone. So that's why I really love com- uh, compounded um, hormone replacement therapy. Um, comp- I've done it for years as a compounding pharmacist, and counseled many uh, patients on their hormone replacement therapy, um, specifically the females. uh, And you can get capsules, you can get creams custom done. So there's a lot of different options for you. Definitely something to look into. So next, progesterone. Um, You might see this alone or in combination therapy. Um, Progesterone is a great hormone, also declines with age. And uh, while women are going through menopause, progesterone is actually great for treating symptoms such as hot flashes, uh, and it actually can lower your risk for cancer of the endometrium, which is the lining of the uterus. If you still have a uterus, if you've had a hysterectomy, you might not have one anymore. So you'll see the oral progesterone or they're called progestins, which is the synthetic version of progesterone that can be taken in pill form. Some of you might've heard it as medroxyprogesterone, progesterone. And it usually goes hand in hand uh, with estrogen therapy. Uh, Of course, you want to talk to your doctor about that, but I think progesterone is very important for women, especially age 35 and older. Most women should probably be on progesterone which is why it's also so important to get your levels tested. So that's estrogen and progesterone. Now, women also, uh, they make testosterone in their bodies. It's usually lower levels than men, but you know this is an important uh, hormone as well for us, especially for increasing sex drive, um, helps women put on muscle mass also. Um, another thing that can happen as your hormone levels decline is weight gain. Um, So I wanted to go over something that's interesting with uh, when women who are younger, who are on um, oral contraceptives or just any type of contraceptive therapy with estrogen, um, there's what is called the sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG. It's the protein that binds testosterone, uh, which basically makes it unavailable for women's physiologic needs. Now, I've been looking at some studies um, that have actually seen that this uh, sex hormone binding globulin protein, the levels have actually increased in women who are on oral contraceptive therapy, which I thought was really interesting. So what does that mean? That means that the protein level goes up, testosterone level goes down, so you know, that can be uh, actually a cause of low testosterone in younger women. They don't even know they might have a low sex drive. Um, They might be having a hard time losing weight. Uh, And that might actually be due to a low testosterone level. A lot of women who are younger might not be uh, uh, encouraged or might not be asked if they want to have their hormone levels checked. So I think at any age, it's important, especially if you don't feel that your body's performing at a hundred percent. Uh, it's very important to ask your doctor about that, especially if you are on oral contraceptives. Um, so, that's just something that I thought was interesting about testosterone. Um, and, you know, I wanted to share that with you because I think it's really important. Uh, another thing I wanted to share was uh, some of you may have heard of phytoestrogens um, since we're on, on the topic of hormones. So, phytoestrogens. Um, are found, it's a, it's based, they're found in plant-based compounds. So they mimic estrogen in the body by binding to estrogen receptors. So if you have a diet high in, for example, soy, which contains those phytoestrogens that might be putting you at risk for your body. So basically your body's being tricked into thinking that it has um, higher estrogen levels and then can increase your risk for cancer. Now there's research that says it can and can't. It, 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 I've been looking at two sides of that. Um, and of course, I always say everything in moderation. You know, if, if you are vegan or follow a plant-based diet, I think that's fantastic. But just be careful with the amount of soy products and phytoestrogens that you are consuming. Um, you know, too much can always be a bad thing. Uh, and I wanted to share that also because some of you may have heard about that. Um, and I've done some research on it myself. Um, so not to jump back and forth, so we, we covered estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. So testosterone is also something that can be compounded, not just estrogen or progesterone. Uh, for men, the, uh, it's popular to have the injectables compounded uh, and uh, some, some men do the cream if they prefer the cream. Um, if they have low testosterone levels, which also declines with age. For women, the doses are a lot lower, so it is harder to dose out in an injectable. And for those of you that don't want to inject yourselves, you can do a cream. Um, they actually sell, um, some compounding pharmacies can custom do, they're called troches. they look like little lozenges. So that's a low dose and it might be a little more comfortable for you to do um, to use that. So there's a lot of different options out there as far as far as hormone replacement therapy goes. So I recommend you talk to your doctor. Make sure you go to a specialist who understands hormones, understands how to do the proper lab work and the monitoring. Um, and you know, definitely you know check with your your local pharmacy also to see what they compound. If you're looking for a pharmacy that compounds. I have some really good contacts that do mail order pharmacy and can mail it to you in anywhere across the country. So, that's something if you have questions about, you can contact me for also. Um, And I'd be more than happy to do a consult with you to go over your lab work, maybe to go over how you're feeling. um, If you're currently on hormone replacement therapy, if you have questions about what you're currently taking, or if you would like to learn more about possibly going on hormone replacement therapy. So, that was my little episode for today. I wanted to educate you all on this very, very important topic. I'll be talking more about different things uh, regarding hormone replacement therapy in more depth, but I just wanted to give you a little quick overview of, of what it is. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. And thanks for listening.